you are now listening to <laughs> yet another podcast podcast set. I don't know if you can hear the birds singing outside. I have the windows up. It's beautiful. It was a beautiful day today. On the East Coast, um, we reached temperatures here in Delaware. My car said it was 82 degrees coming home today. Um, we had the first day of spring, the 19th yesterday. Um, doesn't feel, other than the weather, doesn't feel too spring-like. With everything going on, um, this whole thing's been unsettling and disturbing. Um, sometimes you just don't know what to think. I don't want to do a doom and gloom type of thing here, and I won't. It's just, um, just here to talk. And you know, um, I think a lot of us are trying to do things uh, to keep our minds off this thing. Although it seems almost impossible to do that. Um, when every day the death toll rises, I think at this point it's 7:30 p.m. Uh, March 20th, and I think the total number of people who have died here in the United States is at 241 people and rising by the minute. You know, it's like this, um, I mean, spring is here, summer is not long, not long away. Things just won't be the same this year. But that's what we have to deal with right now. It's what we have to do as a country and as a people and as individuals. Um, it's just something we have to deal with. And hopefully most of us are practicing good hygiene and just um, trying to be as safe and distance ourselves as much as possible. I mean, today at work, my boss sat my uh, fellow employees and myself down and had a talk with us about things that may occur in the near future for our company. Um, looks like we'll stay open, at least the office, the administrative part of our job will stay open at the, at the time being. We are uh, an electrical contractor, so people are in need of uh, emergency service, you know, we're there to provide that. So we will remain open, but you know, he's a good guy, he's a good boss. And he told us if anyone feels uncomfortable being at work, there's no, there's no um, pressure from him to be there. You know, he told us to do what we feel is the right thing to do. Um, 
which is appreciated by myself and I'm sure by uh, my fellow workers. So it was good to hear and good to know. Um, I don't know what I'll do. I don't know. It's just day to day. It changes. Um, maybe two weeks ago, I think I first spoke about this in one of the episodes. And at that point, although I did think it was a serious thing, I wasn't really sure what to believe at that point in the, in the beginnings of all this. And, um, you know, I was sure I wasn't listening to anything Trump had to say about it. Um, I think he really did a number on us and continues to with his incompetence and his lack of leadership. And you know, this past week he had a couple press conferences and he, you know, he said he wanted to invoke the uh, DPA, the Defense Production Act, which allows him powers to almost force companies into producing things that they need right now at the moment, which is medical supplies, um, masks, ventilators, all sorts of things that we need. Um, and I know a few uh, people I ran into were um, praising Trump for his actions this week and saying he was doing a good job. And, um, and I asked them for what? Because he's acting like a president or trying to act like a president for once? First time in three years. And he still flip-flops. Says he wants to... He's going to use this uh, Defense Production Act. Now he's saying... Um, you know, he's not sure if he wants to. Doesn't really think it's time to use it. Doesn't need to use it at the moment. It would be a last act sort of thing. I don't understand that at all. I, I don't understand how this is a national crisis. We are under attack by this virus as a people. And for the president to not just step up and do whatever he needs to do because we were so unprepared with all this and he sat on his ass for a month or more and acted like it was all a hoax that it was all fake, that it would go away by April, and that it was nothing to worry about, really, really screwed the country over. And it's caused a lot of people to die that didn't need to die. And for him to not enact whatever he needs to enact to get the job done will allow more and more Americans to die that do not need to die right now because of the lack of hospitals, the lack of doctors and nurses. They are becoming sick now. They aren't getting the testing that they need or the help that they need because they're overwhelmed because of how fast this thing moves from person to person. And it hit at the worst time it could have possibly hit. Not that there's any good time for this thing to hit, but this thing hit in the spring with St. Patty's Day just passed, uh, spring break. 
and you've got all these young people. Wow. You got all these young people out here, um, many of, of them my oldest daughter's age, in their young 20s or late teens. And um, they're still out there partying and running amok down in Florida like a bunch of idiots. And some of the quotes I saw them say, now look, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They're, they're young. We've all been there. We've all said stupid things. But you'd like to, to think that, um, you know, as generations go and as they would get smarter <laughs> and they'd learn from our past mistakes. And they've grown up in a, in a totally different time where they get the news right away. They hear about all these things just as fast as we do. And um, they know what's going on. But they can't stop themselves from just being young and wanting to have fun, and I get that. But right now is not the time because many of them will get sick. Maybe the wrong, maybe the, the worst thing that they told the public in the beginning that it wasn't affecting young people. And so it gave them the courage and energy to want to go out and just say, you know, it's not going to affect us. We'll just go party. We're too young. It's not, it's affecting old people, our grandparents' age. This thing can affect anyone. Doesn't mean you're necessarily going to die from it, but you don't want to get this thing. You don't want that in your body. I mean, me, myself, sitting here right now, I don't know if I have it. You don't know if you have it unless you've been tested. And we can't even get tested if we don't show symptoms because there's so many people that are getting hit with this thing so fast that they need all the testing kits they can get, which we don't have. And that's why the president needs to do what he needs to do and maybe invoke this DPA so that things will get done. I think Truman was the one, the first one to use it, I believe. I'm, I might, might be wrong about that, but I think it was Harry Truman who used it during the Korean War. And now Trump has to use it. He wants to wait for a last-ditch effort to do something like that. Why? Why wait? Use the powers that you always, you know, tell us that you, you have all these secret powers that you can use as a president. Well, go ahead and use some of them. Nobody's stopping you. We're waiting for you to do something. All because you've come to your senses over the last week. And I'm, not, and I'm sure if you weren't being forced to finally start listening to your specialists from the CDC and WHO and whoever else out there who knows um, a little something about this. You know, maybe now, now you wanna listen. Maybe it's a little too late. It's starting to feel that way. I noticed myself, especially over this last week, especially over the last few days, 
I've really noticed this uneasy feeling starting to creep over me where I'm really starting to begin to, uh, to worry. Not that I wasn't worried before. I've been keeping my eye on this and reading about it and just hearing all the, uh, the tragic stories about it. Um, and it, uh, it just really, uh, it just really amazes you how fast this thing moves and how many people it's affected. Pennsylvania just shut down everything today. We went to work today and um, all the jobs we had in, in Philly, um, they all shut down. They're all done for the moment. I'm sure Jersey will do the same where my office is based out of in Cherry Hill, South Jersey. And I'm sure they'll do the same over the weekend. I'm sure they'll, they might put out something uh, tomorrow. And Delaware will follow suit. I mean, it's all the tri-state area. I'm not sure. I don't know, but I'm, I'm assuming that's what will happen. They need to lock it down. They need to lock it down for a couple of weeks or forever or, or for as long as they need to or they feel they need to to try to control this thing get it under, under under some kind of control and maybe get ourselves on the way back to life as normal because right now life is not normal and the sad part is you don't have any trust in our leader I'm not going to start now. When the worst thing possible could have happened in his three years as president. And he failed. He failed from the onset. We all heard him. Nothing to worry about. Go to work. Go to work if you feel sick, he said a few weeks ago. <laughs> it's our president. Then all of a sudden he wants to backtrack. Stay home. Yeah, we know, Don. The smart ones out here weren't listening to anything you had to say. You've tried to stop your specialist from speaking them being in fear that you'll, you'll get rid of them if they don't say the right thing or if they actually tell us the truth. You got your son-in-law as your advisor, your vice president at, on top of the coronavirus task force, really, Mike Pence? Mr. Religion doesn't believe in science, that's who you have? running the show this administration is a complete joke I read something earlier today they polled I think it was 1500 Americans who do you think would win right now if it were Biden and Trump 
Biden won. Who would win right now if it were Sanders versus Trump? Sanders won. And I'm sure he will try to use this virus as a reason to stave off the, uh, the general election. He'll try to postpone it or say something wasn't fair. It's not fair to him. They'll try to do that, I'm sure. We all know it. He'll do whatever he can do to try to win again. And the one thing that's curious to me is that if he would have stepped up and did his job as a president, first and foremost, when all this came out three months ago, that would have shown a lot of us that okay, he's at least trying to do the right thing. And I think it would have uh, been very favorable for him amongst people that already want to support him, already do support him, and people who were on the fence. It would have helped him. But his negligence just hurt him, which I'm happy about. I'm not happy that he was negligent because it hurt a lot of people. But I just hope this guy doesn't get another chance, another re-election or a re-election and gets another shot at another four years. Because now in a time of crisis when we need him the most, he's failed and now we all see what he's really about. All the people that want to act like they couldn't see it before, they were blinded by the Trump spell or whatever it was. I don't understand what you people were thinking, but now you'll see, or now you do see. We're seeing it every day. I think the schools are gonna be out for way longer than two weeks. Now my youngest, she just um, finished up her first week of being out of school today. She's supposed to be out for another full week. That was the plan, it was a two week deal, but I think that's going to go a lot longer. I don't even know if the kids will go back to school this year. I really don't. I don't know how this is going to go because of our government. You've got governors and senators out there being told that they're, they're not able to get the supplies they need from the president and his lackeys. They're getting told one thing and then nothing happens and they're told to call this number and talk to these people and then when they do that, they don't, have, they don't get an answer or they get an answer that doesn't ever come to fruition. So they're constantly being spun around in circles and all these people wanna do is help the, the folks in their state stay alive. And because we were so unprepared and because of the greed from the people on top that run our country, we are fucked right now. You know what I saw today? I was in Delaware going to the one job we do have in Delaware right now. And I'm riding up the highway 
and there's a strip um, in Wilmington. It's Route 202, and it's just one of those strips where there's a million stores on it. Very popular strip. Every store you can imagine is on this thing. And I'm riding up, and I'm just about to where I need to go. And I see this crowd on the side of the road in front of this one store. It was earlier in the morning, maybe 9 o'clock or 9.30 or so. And so it was still fairly early, so maybe the, the store wasn't open yet. And that's what I think was going on, that they were waiting for it to open. And there was maybe a cluster of maybe, I don't know, 25 to 30 people standing out front. I wasn't sure. I thought it was uh, either people from a union maybe protesting how they do sometimes or something like that is what I thought from a distance. But when I got closer, I realized the uh, name across the front of the store was uh, Guns, Guns and Ammo. So I'm like, what's that about, you know? And I'm like, oh, here it goes, here we go. We gotta get our guns. But the thing that really bothered me later on, about an hour later, I had to swing back over into Philly. So I'm on my way up off 611. Another big strip on the Philly side. And I'm riding along and there's this huge <clears throat> airfield out there where I was at. There's this big break and there's a big airfield. So there's nothing really on either side of it for, for, for a short distance. And then start to see a cluster of stores or houses or things like that. And I see this, another grouping of people in front of this business. Now this one was open by this point. And as I get closer and closer, I see, and this is no lie, no exaggeration, at least 200 to 300 people standing in line to go into another guns and ammo shop. 200 to 300 people waiting to get in to this gun shop on a Friday morning. I couldn't believe the line. It looked like some, it was like people waiting uh, for concert tickets. That's what it looked like going down this side street that stretched for a long way, a few blocks. There were just people out lined up out there. They had chairs set up. And I uh, just shook my head like, wow, this is where we're at. This is America. Got to get our guns and ammo and get ready for the, uh, the shit show. When it all falls apart. I really hope that doesn't happen. But then again, you never know um, what people will do when they're when they panic and they're scared. And right now, I think whether you're a Trump fan or you're not, we're all scared because this doesn't pick sides. It doesn't care about Democrats or Republicans or anything else. It just wants to get inside of you and fester and kill you. So we're all scared. And I really think, you know, I mentioned that poll earlier. And these weren't just Democratic um, voters. They were a mixture of everyone. And Trump loses today in a poll. <clears throat> and I think that's because many of us, no matter what side we're on, we're all fearful. We are, we're, we are all scared right now. And we, most of us, if not all of us don't have any faith in this president right now because he flip-flops so much. 
He says one thing then goes back on his word. When he speaks, he doesn't understand or he doesn't seem to understand what he's speaking about. He constantly makes errors, doesn't want to listen to any one of the specialists he has there. And he lies. He continues to lie even through a pandemic that is just taking over our entire country and world. I think Spain today or yesterday just passed a thousand deaths. We all know what's going on in Italy. This is nothing to play with. It's not a time to play around. It's time for him to step up and use some of those executive powers that he tells us he has and do something for us. I know McConnell and uh, Schumer have been working hard, or so they say, to get these stimulus packages sent out, these checks sent out to people. I read something upsetting about the, 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 the uh, proposed plan that the Republicans set out to where the poorest of people and people with no income won't get anything or won't, you know, they get the, le the lesser of the money. $600. Something like that. You know, to save the government a few bucks. Not giving it to the rich. Which when you think about it, you're like, no, they don't need it. So yeah, you want to disperse the money to people who need it first. And then if there's anything left over, they get it. And there's a certain class of people who don't deserve a check. They, they will be just fine for years to come. If this were to, you know, I'm not saying this is going on, going to go, go on for years, but... You know what I mean. They're not strapped financially like most of us are out here. I didn't get paid today because the girl that does our payroll, she stayed home with her kids because her kids are home from school and she had to take care of that first. So now I'm strapped through the weekend. I depend on that. I live check to check. It's not her fault, but what I'm saying is that we're all in the same boat. A lot of us are in the same boat. It's check to check. I remember my mother saying that growing up. I live check to check. What do you want me to do? Huh. And now I'm living check to check. I'm not saying that the $1,000 or the $1,200 or whatever they're going to give us isn't helpful or needed or that I don't want it or that I'll turn it away. Of course I'll take the money. We all will. We deserve a lot more, to be honest with you. I don't know what that thousand dollars is supposed to do uh, for a family of four, uh, but pay a few bills, if that, for a month. And then what happens if this thing goes longer? What do we do? Do we get another check and then another check? I mean, I don't understand. How, how long does it take to get the checks? I'm sure there'll be a hang up like everything else the government does when they drag their feet 
You got the IRS to worry about. They have to figure out everyone's income to disperse the money to the, the, in the right way, to the, to the right families and everything. It's a, it's a huge process. And you know how state workers are, how slow they move. It's like molasses. And they're overwhelmed and overrun right now. So it's not their fault either. They didn't expect this or ask for this. They're just trying to do their job. So it's not on them. But they have to pass this bill. They gotta stop fighting. I keep using the word bipartisan some shit. Bipartisanship. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they uh, they get the they get the job done and quickly. Because people out here need it and people out here are panicking. There's no toilet paper in the stores still. A few people that I spoke to um, in the town that they live in, their, their local supermarkets, some of them don't even have food. You know, there's a lack of um, meats and things to cook with everywhere. The toilet paper's gone everywhere wipes hand sanitizer cleaned out the shelves are empty I spoke to a girl on the phone tonight I had a dispute that I had to take care of through my bank and I spoke to her and we got to talking for a moment after I waited for an hour to get on the phone which is it's whatever um, but after an hour, um, she's telling me that, yeah, this is just because of this coronavirus. Um, we are getting such an influx of calls nationwide from every state you can imagine. It's just craziness. She apologized for the wait. She was a sweet girl. I asked her where she was from, and she said South Carolina. And she's telling me uh, that in her grocery store, there was no food. She just went there to, she's not, you know, she was explaining that she's not panicking. Um, or trying not to panic as of yet, but, you know, she heard the commotion and said, you know, maybe I should go to the store just to get a, a few things and just go normal grocery shopping that she had to do, and there was nothing in her local grocery store in South Carolina. It was cleaned out. Nothing to, nothing to cook for dinner. The toilet paper was all gone. She laughed about that. She said, I don't understand that whole thing, but yeah, the toilet paper was the first thing to go. I've tried three times this week because the one job I was telling you about that I had to go to in Wilmington over here was a supermarket job. It was a giant. It was cleaned out. The whole aisle with all the paper products was gone. It was just completely empty. Other than paper towels, a few rolls of paper towels. And that was about it. And a, and a few boxes of Kleenex. I mean, that's what I did last week. And I grabbed a whole bunch of boxes of Kleenex just in case. There was no toilet paper. You know, you just gotta do what you gotta do. I got the ones with the aloe. <laughs> it's really scary. And I sit here tonight, I'm looking out the window. 
it just got dark here. And like I said, it's like a beautiful spring evening. Spring is here. I can feel the breeze coming through the window. It's still probably somewhere in the, maybe about 70, the low 70s outside right now. And it's just nice to open the windows up and Sounds like my cats are up there playing around. I don't know if you can hear that, but they're running around. Clueless to all this. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss, right? But we can't be ignorant. We can't be blind to what's going on around us. So we have to do what we have to do. And let's just keep our distance, stay home as much as we can, as much as that is a tough thing, especially with the warmer weather coming. We're all going to want to be outside and get outside and get some fresh air. And that's what I'll do with my daughter. This weekend, we're gonna go out, I think with the weather being kind of nice, just go to a park where it won't be too crowded. There's a, there's a few spots around here that I know that we take hikes and go do that sort of thing because everything is shut down. Everything's shut down. I remember last weekend I wanted to maybe take her to the movies, but I said, nah, I'm not going to do that. That's being stupid. Now there is no movie theaters a week later. They're all closed down. Everything is. And I understand that, and I think it's the smart thing to do. People say, you know, well, the, just the just the flu itself kills thousands of people every year, and a lot of people every year. It does. It doesn't give us a right to act like this is nothing serious. It's very, very serious. Very serious. So we have to do. We have to do what we have to do and um, kind of listen to our local governments and, you know, stay, be, stay on top of what's uh, the news that's coming out every day and try to stay away from anything Trump says because who knows what the hell to believe when it comes to him. I'm just going to hang on. I know I've been... Uh, Try to keep my, you know, when I'm at work, I usually catch up on the news. I'll just check my phone from here, here and there, and um, read a few articles throughout the day and just keep on point. Because when I get home, I don't even have cable. I don't watch, I have it upstairs, but I don't ever watch it. I never watch cable. I don't, you know, it's usually just the internet or Netflix or whatever I, I do, or I'm doing something else. And um, so I'm not home at night watching it. I just get my news during the day. So at nighttime, I've been, lately, I've been re-watching uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David, which is just great. It's one of my favorite shows, and I hadn't watched the uh, first few seasons in a long, I mean, it's been years. So re-watching them again has been great. It's kept my mind off. It kept me laughing a bit. I love Larry. I think he's a genius. Uh, and... You know, I've been watching the new season. I don't know if anybody's watched the new season. It's season 10 now. 
which is crazy. And uh, it's just been, I mean, it just gets better and better, that show. Just just better every, each and every season. And this, this past season, the way it started off was great. Um, it was just great. And we're on, like, I think episode nine. There's only ten episodes per season, so this next one's the finale. I believe next week, and uh, but I just love it, and uh, so I've been I've been doing that. I know a lot of people are trying to do things to try to keep their minds off this. That's what that's just what we have to do, and that's just um, it's just normal. I mean, something bad happens, you you want to be aware and know what's going on, but you don't want to just inundate yourself constantly with bad news. Um, gotta have some kind of balance there. So I think we need to try to do that. Just balance it out the best way you can. And try to enjoy the little things, you know, as hard as this is. And I know it's not easy for many of us. And I'm one of those people who, um, you know, you're strapped for cash and wondering how to pay the bills. And, you know, like, I, like I've mentioned before, I have an older daughter. She's She's grown now, but she still lives with me. I mean... She's only 21, so she's not out on her own yet, so she's here with me, and um, it's just her and I, and I have my youngest daughter, and, you know, so I'm a single dad, and um, it gets tough, but there's people out there, there's families out there, you, you got two or three kids, and it's a lot, a lot to worry about, and, um, you know, as hard as it is, maybe try to use this time to spend some time with your families. And, um, and that's, a, that's one plus from this whole thing. I know a lot of people out there are like, nah, I'm, I'd rather not. <laughs> but, you know, I know most people are looking at this like it's a, it's a good thing I hardly ever get to see my kids or my wife or my husband or whatever it may be. And, um, or your partner, whatever it may be. And it's just good to to spend some time even with all this uh, even with this mess going on outside our, our, our doors and windows it's we just gotta take the little few things we have at the moment and try to enjoy those things and that's spending time with our families avoiding places with crowds well now they're gonna lock it down soon I think and we're not gonna be able to go anywhere so uh, we'll go to the park and just go take a walk whatever it may be Get outside and play in the yard. If you have a yard. And just try to keep your head up. Try to stay positive. Even though it's tough. I know it's tough. I feel it too. Believe me, I feel it. Like I said, I started to really, really start to, to hit me hard this past week, I'd say the most it really hit me hard I really started my a friend of mine at work she asked me she's like are you okay and I I just talked to her I told her I was like no it's starting to I'm starting to bug out a little bit she's like I can tell I can tell you and look like you're thinking over there a lot with that scowl and you're like you're thinking and um so yeah it hit me hard this week for whatever reason you know, it's just as it goes on, it gets worse and worse. So, I mean, that's the reason. But for whatever reason, it clicked, really clicked this week. And it really, 
I really started to be, I just was aware, I'm, I'm scared to go at, you know, anywhere, and I started to touching every, it's just all those little things a week or two weeks ago, I wasn't, not that I wasn't practicing or being stupid about things, but I just, you know, you start to get, you start to get, um, you overreact maybe a little bit, which is not a bad thing with this thing, but that's how I felt this week, so it's understandable, we're all going through it. We will get through this. We will get through it. We'll get through this. Everybody try to keep your heads up the best you can. I'll do the same. Uh, and I'll see you on the next one. Interesting things happened and some good, very good things. Uh, let's see what happens. We have nothing to lose. You know the expression? What the hell do you have to lose? Okay. So what do you say to Americans are nearly dead? What do you say the Americans were scared though? I guess nearly 200 dead, 14,000 who were sick, millions, as you witnessed, who are scared right now. What do you say to Americans who are watching you right now who are scared? Uh, I say that you're a terrible reporter. That's what I say. Right. I think it's a very nasty question, and I think it's a very bad signal that you're putting out to the American people. The American people are looking for answers, and they're looking for hope. And you're doing sensationalism, and uh, the same with NBC and Comcast. I don't call it, I don't call it Comcast, I call it Comcast. Let me just tell for whom you work. Let me just tell you something. That's really bad reporting. And you ought to get back to reporting instead of sensationalism. Let's see if it works. It might and it might not. I happen to feel good about it, but who knows? I've been right a lot. Let's see what happens, John. Can I come back to the science and the logistics? It's be a shame to yourself.
What's going on? What are you, what are you, what are you doing here? You haven't been here in a year. What the fuck is going on with you? What are you talking about? You're wearing a MAGA hat at a sushi restaurant? Is it true? Well, I did have the hat on, yeah. What, are you pro-Trump? No, no. Look, I got this idea to wear that hat so I wouldn't have to have lunch with Phil Rosenthal, mm. and it worked like a charm. He saw me in the hat and he left the restaurant. It was amazing. And I'm not surprised. You know what? It's really coming in handy. Yeah, because no one's going to want to be anywhere near you. Exactly. It's, it's a great people repellent. Ugh. You know, look, when you're a celebrity, you can do anything you want. You can grab him by the pussy. What did you say? What? Why are you wearing a bathrobe and that hat? Oh, no, no. I, no I, 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 you're, you're... Oh, my God. You're friends with that monster? No. I'm... No. No. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm, just, I'm getting a lawyer. No. What? Hey, what? No, no I'm in the bathrobe because your fucking dog got hair all over my cereal bowl. And that's not Wednesday.